0: Playing slow, so we're playing through. Hosted by Bob Balu and Carl Nicholson. Brought to you by Horseshoe Bay Resort. Play the famous Texas Triangle Championship Golf at its finest. Horseshoe Bay Resort.
1: Good Saturday morning to you, Austin, Texas, and welcome inside another edition of Playing Through. Brought to you by Horseshoe
0: Bay Resort.
1: It's all right here on the Horn. I'm Bob Ballou.
0: Hey, it's Carl Nicholson with you, Bob. Good to be back. It feels like a couple of weeks.
1: It's been three, it's been technically.
0: Three, right? It's technically three weeks since we've been able to do this together. So it's good to, good to be back together, no doubt.
1: And coming off the, the Dell Technologies match play, going into the Masters, that was the last time we talked. And then, um, boy, what a what a Masters. Um, I, I always kind of wonder, like, I mean, as you would expect, the leaderboard was off the charts good. Um you know, John Rahm has a, an unbelievable Sunday. I will say when I heard Brooks Kepka's pre-masters interview, like if we had been able to have a show before the masters started, right. I would have told everyone to take Brooks Kepka. I was uh, listening to him talk. He, one of the first things I heard was guys. I, I mean, I talked to Rory all the time. I talked to like, we, we still, we're still friends with these guys. It's not like we're, And then they asked him about his previous two masters. He was like, I was hurt for both those. It didn't, I don't even count those. I didn't even count those years in my, in my golf game. He's like, I was hurt. I'm healthy now. I feel good. Like I'm ready to roll. And he had just come off the the win on the live tour and everything about it just screamed. Like it's, it was a reminder of like, these guys are still good golfers. Then we watched the masters and I don't want to get too much into this because I know you, you, it's two weeks removed, but you know, then, then Listening to Phil Mickelson before, I would have told you I don't really believe anything he said. I mean, he said, he even said, like, yeah, my numbers aren't good. I'm shooting in the 80s, but I'm, I'm, I'm close. I feel it. It's, it's all right there. And I'm like, no, I mean, come on, All golfers are going to say that. And right. Phil Mickelson finished a second. So, I mean, the, you know, they can compare and contrast things any way you want, but I was convinced on Brooks Kepka. I put him on, on just about any lineup that I had. Um, and then you know, obviously Jordan Spieth, I would always throw in there at the Masters because he's always going to play well. Right, um, it's just what he does as long as he's healthy. So yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I thought it was a great event. I was really you know, I was happy for John Rahm. I think he is a deserved, cha- well deserved champion. Uh, played great, and that was fun to see. Then then we get last weekend at the RBC, and the leaderboard is just as good, and we get just as good a finish. Actually, a better finish technically. So went sure, to a playoff. Yeah.
0: Really, an all-time classic, and if you look at the the shot that that Matt hit, Matthew Fitzpatrick hit on the on the 18th hole, what do they play at the third time? And he was dialed in each time. Maybe just a little too juiced on the first time they played that as a playoff hole. But he's an extraordinary iron player. He's he's an all-time nine-iron player at this point. But uh, really, a classic finish, you know. Um, I was watching yeah, the, the leaderboard w- was extraordinary. Now you think, well, it's an elevated event. What did you expect? But sometimes you don't always get what you expect. And this was one you had to watch One you, one you had to uh, keep a close eye on because the leaderboard was, was volatile.
1: It uh, has, did Patrick Cantlay finish in time for this week's event?
0: <laughs> he's uh he's good. He and Xander Shoffley are, are, are well on their way. Let me. I, I want
1: to get. I do want to get into this. I think this is something worth talking about.
0: So the, the slow play thing, you know, because it was interesting because when it when it started to buzz on Twitter or maybe just in my uh, text feed, they were blaming Sam Bennett for the slow play. The Sam narrative Bennett, shifted. Sam throughout Bennett the day. did not play fast. Yeah. Yeah. So. So the 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 bog the bog down in 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 that sense was uh, not originally pointed at Cantley, but then it became very obvious. You know, when when they have those beautiful wooden benches, the lacquered benches, when you when you see guys in contention not pacing, not even just leaning on the one hand on the bag, but actually sitting down, that's tough. That that that's when the outsiders, the naysayers say, "Yeah, you're going to call golf a sport? That's just some dudes sitting waiting for the next." you know, thing to happen. That's not very, that's not very sporty. It's not very athletic.
1: It's not. I I, not I a had good look. I, I had a little issue with Cantlay this week before the Zurich talked about how he's keeping pace and he's, um, they have not been called for slow play and all of those things. And so, um, yes, I agree with him. This is not a, this is, Quote, unquote, not a Patrick Cantlay problem. This is a PGA Tour problem. And I, I do agree with that to an extent. If you're going to have a rule, you need to enforce it. If you're going to, if you're going from to, what, from what I read, because um, I didn't time it myself, that's why I say that. Right. I believe the final threesome with Patrick Cantlay in the final round at the RBC Heritage took four hours and 50 minutes. That's and tough. There is, there is absolutely no reason for that. And if the PGA Tour is not going to enforce its own rules it's, it's a PGA tour problem. And, and I agree with that to an extent. I also think Patrick Cantley can help the problem. He even said, you know, I've always been a slow player. Um, I, I don't, I, I can't get my idea, my head wrapped around the idea that that's okay. Like, well, you know, until they call me on and I'm just not, I mean, I like, yeah, you can take your time over shots, but man, it's really bad for the game. And, you know, I, I think you can kind of, point to what's happened in major league baseball and how everybody for the most part is excited about what it's done for games. Now there are a few drawbacks. I mean, teams are going to lose money because games aren't as long. So people won't be in the merchandise shop as long. They won't be buying beer and hot dogs as long. So teams lose money there. Um, I understand some of those, you don't get as long at the ballpark, which some people may be upset about some people may not. Um, I just, I I think you've got to figure out something in golf, and I don't mean a shot clock. I don't, I don't think we're there yet, but you've got to find something that if you've got a rule, you've got to enforce it, and you can't have Patrick Cantlay taking as long as he's taking over shots. You can't have Sam Bennett taking as long as he was taking, but they did, and nothing was ever called. I I think we talked, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong on this. I believe the last player who was called for a. Like for playing too slow and was actually given a penalty was the fourteen year old in the Masters like two or three years ago?
0: It's been longer, but yeah, Guan, yeah, Lang Guan. Yeah. I think that's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and and that's tough because that that's that's almost it's it's a it might be a stretch, but it almost feels like a form of bullying. You know, he's not a full time tour member. You know, he's he doesn't have an agent. He doesn't have anything backing him to 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 throw his weight. That felt so hollow when that, that poor kid got, got, got to plate. Yeah.
1: I mean, no doubt. Like, what are we doing guys?
0: Yeah. it just, yeah, no, you, you've nailed it in terms of this being on the PGA tour and it's, I'm not going to say it's just a matter of enforcement, but enforcement would go a long way. You have to think it would go a long way because these guys are playing for money. They're playing for their livelihood. They have a lot of livelihood. Most of them, they have a lot of wealth built up, but if you start stroke penalizing these guys, it, it's it's going to it's going to make a difference. You know, it's just like you know, it's like when my parents said, "Yeah, your 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 curfew is midnight," but like, well, you know, suddenly that meant twelve fifteen, then it meant twelve thirty, then it, right. you know. It meant what it meant in, in, until the, until I got uh, grounded for it. And, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's that kind of thing. And, and the tours, I don't think anybody on tour feels like they're, they're threat of being uh, called on, called on slow play. They're not, they're, the, the penalties haven't been, been handed down. Uh, it happens on the LPGA, but did, but you don't see it happen on the PGA tour. You don't see it in majors. And if the rule's there, it should be enforced. It's, I mean, every other, every other rule is, I mean, you know, and that's the other thing we get, you didn't get a chance to talk on, uh, in the masters, you know, missing, missing our show, Easter weekend, masters week. And then, and then, you know, me, me flying solo, solo last week was the Brooks Kepka, you know, leaning on his own word for, for offering advice for, for flashing the five iron sign to his competitive, you know, his playing partner, uh, The rules are the rules until they're not the rules it's okay here's unwritten rules you can say you can whisper five or you can mime stuff or you can have an uncoded language or you could have tongue clicks or or what however you're getting by the rule there's still the rule and there's the spirit of the rules and and i what what there isn't in golf is ability to say that rule's dumb and it doesn't apply to me we could say it's dumb I think there's a number of rules. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think tour players should be hitting out of divots. I don't think recreational players should 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 be hitting out of divots. But, but then you,
1: well, but then you can start calling everything a divot till you get your perfect lie, and that's that's where the problem. Yeah, I mean, I
0: think I'm, I think I'm I, with you, I'm hundred percent with you. you that's the slippery not, slope. Yeah, you should just not like, have to hit out of a divot. I totally agree just yeah, but it, just but I mean, like, but, but, because but you someone... could walk over and say well that div it's been repaired it's grassed it's almost level ground go ahead and hit it but then, you know then you're in one that's you know a cavern you know cavernously deep and the ball's barely above it you know it, it's i get it yeah but the whole, yeah so uh, the through line is the rules are the rules and they and they should be enforced not only followed but enforced and if they're not that's the tour's shortfall that's the, that's their shortcoming in all of this yeah and
1: which which could lead into a whole nother conversation about how Jay Monahan's handled the last year. Right. We could get into all kinds of stuff there but but yeah, I mean like like I've always said, why should I be penalized because someone played 4 hours before me? It doesn't make any sense. Um Right. But I but I yeah, we we can go back through a, a lot of those things. I think that's that's fair to say. I I just I've never understood um I've never understood not enforcing the word. It's like, like you just said, like, let's say you're a kid and you're, you're like, you talked about your curfew. So if you need to be home at midnight and you're running late, there are consequences. Now the consequences run in different forms. If I'm, you know, speeding to try to get home and I get a ticket, that's a consequence. If I get home and I get grounded because I'm five minutes late, that's a consequence. If I get in a car accident because I'm speeding, whatever, like there are consequences to your actions, but there aren't any consequences on the PGA tour. That's kind of the way I've, I've, you kind of just come right. to the point like there's no consequence to anyone who breaks any rule.
0: Yeah. We, we I, can talk I, about Patrick
1: was... Reed. What was Patrick Reed's consequence? There weren't any. Like his reputation took a hit, who cares? But right. when he pats down the, the rough for 5 minutes with eight different clubs, like there you know there's stuff like that that I think people look at and they just go, "I don't understand why we don't have consequences on the PGA Tour." And I think it's a fair question.
0: I absolutely it's a it's a it's a very fair question. And I don't know that if it's political or it's just like, well, you can't you can do that to number three forty six on the money list, but you can't do it to Jordan Speed. I think that's garbage. I I I you you just more regular enforcement of just what the rule is. And 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 maybe I I I cringe at the shot clock notion in golf. Right. I agree. I agree with you. I think maybe everybody cringed
1: at baseball too, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe b- baseball has softened the the precedent, right? And maybe yeah. it, it's maybe it's a more palatable idea, given that it's happening in a major sport and it's it's having some effect. It's it's doing what it was supposed to do, but guys walking with other guys carrying their bags in threesomes shouldn't take that long. I mean, my goodness, it's it's really hard for it to take that long. I mean, you really have to work at it to, to play that slowly.
1: Four hours fifty minutes. I mean,
0: I've played in scrambles that took shorter amount of time. Like, I mean, right, you, and that's you, like the five sure. like fivesomes in the whole. Yeah,
1: like I just don't, I don't get it.
0: But dynamic of people that have never played or only play once every two years. I mean, the, 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 these are guys that don't struggle to play. Don't, yeah. There's, there's any any excuse you can throw at it other than well, this is high stakes and. You know, this is the time I need to take to do it, and you—you you don't play at this level, you wouldn't understand. All—it just doesn't—it doesn't fly. I don't. It's—it's I, it's, you know, of all, of all the things, that have gotten better about the product. Slow play is still out there, and boy,
1: I, I can't imagine how it
0: annoyed Matt Fitzpatrick and Jordan Spieth and guys like that that are.
1: You know, you just get to a point where you're like, I remember. Oh, the, yeah. I remember the joke used to be, "Hit the ball, Sergio." I remember that was always something, you know, because Sergio was kind of he was kind of slow playing a little bit here and there and people. Ah cool, and then,
0: then he had the uh the the tendency to regrip. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And you just it just kind of like I understand it. Some of those guys may not be comfortable over a shot sometimes. I get it. Like I'm not but when it's every shot and it's and it's a happening consistently, um, I think I think something needs to be done about it. Now let's 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 flip over to a positive here because uh, the RBC Heritage was, you know, it's an elevated event. It was an elevated leaderboard. I mean, the, the the top ten guys were off the charts good. To see the the player that I would say is is definitively the most detailed player in golf, uh, marks down every single shot he hits. Yeah. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick come away with another win. He he struggled early, not struggled, but he he wasn't as good early this year. He was fighting through an injury, uh, back to full strength. He wins again. Uh, really impressive stuff from him. I know Jordan lipped out a putt to win it in the playoff, but but to see the way those guys came down the stretch and battled uh, was super impressive. I think Matt Fitzpatrick has, has a tremendous career ahead of him. I, I think there's no question that he is um, going to be right at the top of a lot of these leaderboards at a U.S. Open, at an Open championship. I think he's a guy that, that people are, are going to look to as long as he stays healthy. Um, so a great win for him. Now he moves forward and goes to the Zurich this week with a with a really interesting storyline surrounding him, and I'm you know you and I were trying to make sense of this before the show, but from from uh, what is said about about what can happen this week, Matt Fitzpatrick is playing with his brother Alex. Mm -hmm. Alex is on the Challenge Tour. He's he's ranked I think seven hundred and something in the world. Right. If the two of them win this week, remember it's the pairings uh, at the, the Zurich Classic. If the two of them win this week. Alex earns a two-year exemption on the PGA Tour. Again, he's ranked 705th in the world. It's not like he's a he's a bad golfer. He's not one of the top 150, but he's not a right. bad golfer. They know, like they know this. They know going in. That's what's at stake. Um, it's a pretty cool story, obviously. Like you know, when Matt won the won the U.S. Amateur, uh, Alex was on the bag as a 14-year-old. Like. They have a, a, a really cool story. It's just an interesting twist. And I'm not saying it I, I just, there are all these guys that are working, I there are all these guys working so hard to get a card and to be on the tour at all. And then to, you know, to be able to, I don't know, just something doesn't sit well. And I'm not I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's, again, Alex is, is a fine player, but there are all these guys working really hard to get on the tour and then, You can bring your brother alongside you and kind of carry him to a win and he's going to get a two year exemption. I don't know. How does it sit with you?
0: I I can look at the fairness aspect (laughs) of it and say, man, oh, there's there's what did you what does that make? Six hundred guys that should have that should have, you know, ill, ill, ill feelings about this. But part of me, part of me really likes when there's a loophole. When there's when there's a way to get, you like chaos, don't you? I, I think a little <laughs> bit. I, 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 you think back. You you've seen the famous photo, and you might even know the teams and 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 the names of the people. But there's the famous baseball photo back from, I guess, the twenties or thirties, black and white, where there's a two and a half foot man taking his stance in the batter's box to reduce the size of the strike zone just to see if he could get on base, and you know it was going to be a pitcher's duel type game, and one more base runner was significant, so they put a, a very a uh, short man in the batter's box. So it, there was nothing illegal about that. It's he's, he's just a harder out. Um, you know, you think of the plot of of the first Rocky movie, it's just like, well, uh, you've got to fight the heavyweight champion. Who are you? Well, I kind of won a lotto, I kind of won just some kind of random sweepstakes to fight, you know, fight at this exhibition. And then I, I fought so well that now I'm actually fighting for the heavyweight championship. You know, in golf, I mean, th- th- there's not a ton of precedents like that. But yes, every once in a while, there are these events where it's set up. Like if you win Tiger's tournament, it, it, it you feel like there's there's a number of, of perks that that come maybe disproportionately to some other events, uh, and it just you, you look you look through what the uh, you know what it makes you eligible for to win certain events, and you're like, wait, are you sure? You should, but and this this is a great example of that. So you think back, why why didn't Tiger Woods just get one of his best buddies and just just carry him to eligibility? I mean, it, will, will will this be the trend moving forward? Just like, like uh, you no, know, maybe you know, I met a gentleman in, in the airport about a year ago. He was he's the guy that played for the Georgia Bulldogs that that, that wasn't. Harris English and, and, uh, who am I not thinking of? Patrick Reed. And he, w- he was the fifth guy of four guys that are literally have multiple wins on tour right now. I mean, he, so I'm like, wow, I, I wouldn't want to play you for money, but that, that is an interesting guy to be. He's, he's in a total other industries in a venture capital type, type capacity, but, uh, really, really interesting, um, uh, that maybe that guy could play with the best player in the world and, and be brought up, you know?
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting way to look at it, and uh, you know we'll see how it goes this weekend. There's some,
0: I mean, it's a lot of golf to be played. A lot mean, of golf d- to be played. But I mean, but but you do say, it. yeah, the 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 chaos that would come from that, and him, you know, you know, and then maybe Alex goes out and has some some sort of reasonable career. Maybe right. maybe. Well, and and that's the thing about the elevated tour and, and the separated events and having to play your way up. I. I think you're going to see who some of these smaller guys are. You're going to learn from number 101 to number 400, who's really peaking, who's trending, who are the stories. And I, I, to me, that's always said. I said, I I don't have a problem with elevated events. I just hope it just brings up the fighting spirit of those, those other 400 guys. Or, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe maybe the numbers, 900 guys (laughs) that have a shot cracking, you know, PGA tour card status.
1: Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, it's an interesting scenario. We could go through a lot of it, like you said. There are a lot of loopholes, a lot of different things you can go through. But right, that's certainly one of them. And it's an, and it, we'll see how it plays out this weekend. by the way, uh, two Texas X's playing in the field: Doug Gim and Kramer Hickok, playing alongside each other. So a little burn orange flare. Cool. Bo Hostler's right? in the field, but playing with Wyndham Clark. So not as not as much burn orange. Just about half of the burn orange that you get. But uh, good luck to those Thanks guys. Man. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, obviously the big Tiger Woods news. Uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of our, our thoughts on, not just on his injury, not just on the surgery, but the reaction to it as, as always, it's like the same thing over and over again. We keep, keep doing this. And then, um, I, i just got back from Bandon dunes. Uh, got to mention a few things about the trip out there and so all that. When we come back, this is playing through on the horn, uh, brought to you by Horseshoe Bay resort, Carl, man, we are getting into the perfect month. To get out to Horseshoe Bay, and I,
0: there, on, you know, I know there's it's event 25. after
1: event after event, but the, with the weather the way it is, there's not a better
0: time to get out there. Yeah, there's really no question about it. I mean, the, the course is in perfect condition. You know, just touching base with Anthony Holder, that they, they, they had this, the, the little sneak event and some tough weather where uh Harry Higgs and some sweepstakes sweep stakes winners from, from the golf pass, uh, were out there it's just really starting to come into its own out there as far as that, you know, the, the, the turf conditions, they've been good for a while, but you know, we just need a little bit of rain, a little bit of sunshine for everything to green up. And then to contrast there against Lake LBJ, the golf courses are really good. So, I mean, it's the, it's the best time to take advantage of a stay and play. Even when it's hot, it's great out there. It's, a, you know, I always feel like it's, you know, three to five degrees cooler in that, in that beginning part of the Hill country out there than it is here in the heart of Austin. But uh, May it May is May and into June are going to be a sensational time to you know take advantage of everything Horseshoe Bay has from the yacht club, beach club, uh, you know white water putting course. You know, just walking around the grounds. You know, just go, going going from your your golf clothes to your swimsuit is a good feeling, no matter where you are. But it's something a little bit special out of Horseshoe Bay.
1: It's a special place, and uh, the job Brian Woodward and his crew do are just uh, off the charts good. So uh, hsbresort.com, go take a look and see if you can get your family or your group of buddies out to, to Horseshoe Bay and enjoy a really, really fun time. All right, when we come back, much more on Tiger Woods and, of course, Bandon Dunes. That's coming up. This is Playing Through on the Horn brought to you by Horseshoe Bay Resort. Another good Saturday morning to you, Austin, Texas, and welcome back inside another edition of Playing Through, brought to you by Horseshoe Bay Resort right here on the horn. He's Carl Mickelson. I'm Bob Ballew. Some Good stuff in the first block on slow play and Carl loving loopholes. By the way, uh Eddie Goodell was the name of the batter in baseball. Three foot seven.
0: Three foot seven. Wow. That is a small strike zone. What what how long ago was, was Eddie Goodell put put into the lineup?
1: 1951
0: so not as long not the 30s okay interesting um, yeah wow
1: with the st louis browns he only batted once and in his one at bat he um he walked uh, you won't be surprised to know um that he walked
0: successful successful loophole. yeah exactly um so yeah that was so yeah, so so yeah, so in in that long line, Alex Fitzpatrick getting two years of eligibility on the PGA Tour could could certainly it could be right there. Would continue like. a story tradition, yeah, yeah. better than getting on base.
1: A tradition unlike any other, yeah. Getting a world 700 player two-year exempted on into that yeah. on the PGA Tour. Would be, right.
0: Well, now, now you've got me rooting for for the FitzPatrick's again. <laughs>
1: Good. It gives you something to root for at Zurich this weekend. That's perfect.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Um, so much to get into here. I do want to talk about Bandon Dunes. I made my annual pilgrimage out to the northwest to uh, to visit, and I will. I'll get into that in just a second. But I did want to hit on Tiger Woods first uh, because that was pretty big news this week as right. uh, underwent another surgery, and all the Twitter doctors immediately. Blocked two to let us know that he would be back in four days or he would be back <laughs> four years and there was no in between because um, everyone's a doctor. Uh, I do. I do have a friend that is a uh, that is a podiatrist that basically told me he'd be very surprised if he came back for for any of the majors. He said, I believe his exact words were, I will put my 401k on the fact that he will not uh, play in a major this year. So those are always. um you know, I, I seem to trust uh, what people say. I just, I, you know, it's hard because you never know who's actually, who's actually a doctor, who's actually like on Twitter. You have no idea what people are really saying.
0: Um, and every patient is different. You know, about 10 years ago, I had bunion surgery and they literally break the bones in, in, in your big toe. So you, you're, you're there and you've got pins and screws in, in, in your foot put back together, but you're basically shattered. Like, like if you drop, drop a coffee cup on, on your tile floor, that's, ba- that's a somewhat uh, what what's going on inside your foot at that time. And the doctor said, well, how long? He goes, well, I really don't want you to touch the ground for like, I forget if it was two weeks, three weeks. He goes, then you can start to gently begin, literally hop or use the knee roller for at least two to three weeks. I'm like, okay. He goes, yeah, but I got some people that will go to g- the gym the next morning. I'm like, they're insane.
1: What are we doing? I just you know, can't do this anymore. Like this stuff just becomes so – I get different people have different pain thresholds and like people right. can do different things. Athletes are, are on the, the much larger – you know, they can get back quicker. That's just what they do. They're going to do it regardless. But what, again, let's, let's start with this. Tiger Woods undergoes surgery. How soon will he be back? How
0: soon? We don't know.
1: Is he okay? Like, can we worry about him for a minute? Like, let's right
0: now. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I, I, it's it is big news, but it's not shocking news because we we saw how he was getting around at Augusta National, and it was tough. And, and the fact that he withdrew, and and it, it you know, it, it and there being no question that it was the right thing to do. He didn't have anything to prove in those conditions, in the condition that he was in.
1: In those conditions, was absolutely.
0: I mean, a hundred percent. Very, very tough very, very tough. So, uh, and hard, hard to watch, unfortunate because he's got, he's done so much to get the rest of his body prepared to play events like that. And, uh, you know, n- now it's the plantar fasciitis and the ankle and I, I don't know if it was the, the Achilles was worked on as part of this surgery. I haven't really looked into the, I didn't know he had the surgery and everybody's talking about it. Right. Um, but it's with Tiger, it's just wait and see. I mean, it, you know, he, he has the, the wealth and the luxury of, of being able to get these surgeries. And I, I I would think Tiger probably has very serious talks with very, very talented physicians about these timelines and what's realistic. And I and sure in his mind, I'm sure he's thinking about how much can I push that? Not can I be on the treadmill the day after you break some bones in my body, but or whatever is you know, whatever the conditions were. But we won't know till we know is the bottom line. And right. two, we won't and we won't be surprised if if he's back and or if he's back ahead of schedule.
1: I won't be surprised by that. And I also I I mean, maybe this is the first time I've really felt this, but if he came back and said, Guys, I'm done. Like I'm just not gonna do this to my body anymore. I wouldn't be surprised by that. But I'm also no. not gonna put it past him to try to come back again because you know, like that was the thing when when he had the car crash you know, what was that, two years ago now? Yes. Like, I mean, that day, people were like, well, how soon can he get back? And it's like, he's in a surgery where he, <laughs> might, he might lose his leg. Like, legitimately, might they might have to amputate his leg. And it people were saying, when's he going to come back? Serious. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, this isn't as serious, obviously, in terms of, of a car crash. But, like, it's just sometimes you just kind of get to a point where you're like, guys, I mean, let's let us let him recover. I, I kind of did wonder the way he was walking around at the Masters. It does make you wonder if he is getting to the point where he's going to think that now, whether or not he actually goes through with it, I don't know. Right. Um, I, I would, I mean, again, I, I, I think every time something like this happens, I'm like, I would expect him to give it one more run if nothing else and just see where he is, but he may not, he may decide, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to rehab and I'm going to do all the necessary things, but it, Guys, it's pretty obvious. I can't walk the Masters anymore. Right. Maybe he plays in an Open Championship. Maybe he, you know, maybe he doesn't come back for the Masters ever again. Maybe he says I'm done there. But he says I'm going to play some of these other events that are I can play an Open Championship. I can play at Riviera. I can play at some of these. Maybe he decides to do that. I don't know. But whatever it is, you get to a point with him where you're like, nothing's going to surprise me. And I think that's kind of the bottom line. And all of it is, I I think people probably felt after the crash maybe he decides to retire now. I thought even then, once he finally released a statement, and kind of came around to stuff. It was like, okay, he is going to give this another go, but I just wouldn't be surprised if, if either way, if he if he said, I'm coming back, I'm going to rehab. I'm going to try one more time. Or he said, I'm done. I, I'm I'm going to retire and I'm going to be heavily involved in Ryder cups and president's cups and, and I'll be at the majors and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not, I'm not going to play competitive golf again. So, and that's where we are. That's where we are. And it's a, You know, and it's, it is kind of, you know, it's, it's as hard as Tiger Woods went, as hard as he has gone on his body for so long to see where he is physically and to see where Phil Mickelson is physically. (laughs) It's very, it's, you know, and, and Phil never did this stuff. Phil never pushed his limits the way Tiger did with Navy SEALs training and with Tiger did way more than any golfer's ever done when it comes to training and, and what he's done. Right but now he's on the other side of it. And that's just a, that's the reality of it. And Tiger Woods won a lot more than Phil Mickelson ever did. And there's a reason for it. And so you, you punish your body to those extremes down the road. Some of that's going to come back and, and, and get you a little bit. And obviously the car crash had nothing to do with either, either of that, but, um, but it is an interesting, you know, like, it, you know, you look at NFL players that put their body through the ringer and then you know it doesn't take their bodies very long to start breaking down. so
0: no yeah and, and nothing's a surprise anymore and what I'm well, kind of what I'm hearing in your words and your voice is that he's he's given us so much it's so if if this was the end if if that walk on Augusta National was the was the last one we saw, it's okay. I mean, the guy the the guy's driven off a cliff. He's had you know what what was this you know where we ended into the nearly two dozen surgeries now. I know somebody said 17, 18, uh, maybe more. Uh, it it's a lot. I mean, you have to look at it. I mean, what, what I mean, we all would love to see Tiger Woods play all four majors every year. I almost I, I felt like this maybe we were going to get that this year at least you know at least two or three of them. Uh, and and he proved he can make the cut. I think
1: that's what's just as impressive about all of this stuff. Oh yeah, is he once again proved he can make the cut at the mass? Like that's 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 a that's a huge. I know it's not to him in some senses, but like right. that's a huge accomplishment in and of itself.
0: Oh, there's no question. Yeah, I mean, I and I I think I, I think history will point to that. I mean, he's he's rewritten the record book in so many ways. But when you look at, I mean how many number one players have missed the cut at the master? I mean, Rory, Rory McElroy missed the cut at last, at last year. Right. I mean, right. I mean, to have an unblemished record, regardless of what's going on in your life of, of making cuts at, at a major, at a course that, that can be volatile. that can be tricky. that can, that can really, you, you can really get uh, on the wrong side of the, of the late, early, early lates. I mean, right. there's so many factors. There's so much emotion to that golf course and that event. Uh, it's an impressive record. It's not the most impressive Tiger Woods record, but it's 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 very, very difficult to do what he's done, what Gary Player had done and, and Fred couples as well. but um, you know it's a sport that, that usually gives us the you know the, the luxury of, of uh, longevity and and Tiger Woods has really pushed that with the way he's pushed his body and you know the way he's had to had a battle through various types of injuries and in, in times away from the game. To, st- to still be able to say the once he's entered he's he's acquitted himself, he's uh, gotten through is is very impressive. it's it's it says a lot. And what it tells you I mean I, I I think you hinted at some of that hopefulness is that he can if he does get his body right, we're all going to want to see what can he do and and, and yeah. I, we hope it never gets to the point where it's just morbid and at right. and, and, and time, yeah, times it felt like this when the weather got bad and the limp got really bad and the grimaces started coming more often than not after a swing that's tough that's not what we want I mean I mean you watch NASCAR for for the crashes you don't watch golf for the for the crashes. <laughs> you know and I I, I, I if point. he's good if Third he's point. good we want to see him play well if, if he's not Hey, man, you, you, he's, he's done more than enough for, for the fans, for the game, for the, the legacy of the PGA tour and the majors and the history of the game itself. I mean.
1: And I think the the most important thing is he'll know, like we can all speculate, but he will know, and he will know what he's gone through the last five years to get to this point. You know I mean? Right. uh, And, and only he can really make those decisions. And so when people are like, Oh, he needs an intervention of people to sit him down and say, listen, you're (laughs) a lot of money you're, your body's still worried. Like, no, he doesn't. He needs he's, to make decisions on his own. That's what he that's what And mean. he's
0: earned the right to make those decisions. Yeah, and, 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 again, they, they might be a little misguided or selfish or maybe just hopeful, aspirational, to that maybe my body will hold up. We're just going to have to go on the ride with him. And, and like you said, he'll know. And when, and when it's time, it's time. I mean, it's, it, the time comes for everybody. yeah. Pretty couples is still out there, but that's one event a year. That's one event a year on a, on a course that, that that really takes care of its own. Uh, once they figure out how to play it, uh, it it's a, it's a different place. And I, I think I, I think we can keep some hope to see Tiger a few more times. But it is it's getting harder and harder to watch. Quite honestly,
1: no doubt, no doubt. Uh, just real quick, I'll tell you what's not hard to watch: the views at Vanden Dunes. Uh, made my annual pilgrimage out there last week uh wednesday to sun, wednesday to monday and um I, I tell you what carl um i hope this doesn't sound like an advertisement but my gosh uh it is it, there's nothing like that place um it's just so spectacular in every sense in a couple of weeks we're going to have the director of communications michael chupka from band of dunes on to talk about all the new things that are happening i mean this is here here's where it here's where it sits right now they've got five courses at the resort so you've got Bandon dunes banded trails pacific dunes old mac old mcdonald and uh, sheep ranch then you've got a par 3 13 hole brand preserve and you've got a 100 basically 100 yard by 100 yard putting green in the punch bowl all of them so much fun to go do they are also now building a 19 hole par 3 course just off of trails. And that will probably open by the fall. They will have preview rounds, I would think. And then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let Michael get into a lot of the details of that. But they've got that going. There's going to be a course south of town now as well that will be their sixth right. course. Mm-hmm. The big announcement this week is the new destination golf resort. They are opening an hour north of Colorado in Rodeo Dunes. And I believe that's going to start as a uh, two-course uh, golf getaway. And then they'll you know how this goes with all these guys and it just expands and expands the way banded dunes has. So had a tremendous week. I encourage any of you who have, have never been to Bandon dunes um, to get out there because it is, it is something special. Carl, I, I, I nearly had my first hole in one I oh, hit, wow, Where which abandoned uh, trails. The second hole, I had an eight iron just right of the pin. It dropped and it came rolling down the hill. It hit the pin Ooh. and it bounced out. It wasn't going that hard either. It wasn't like it was going a hundred miles an hour. Just kind of hit the pin and bounced out, and um, we were going pretty crazy. That would have been that would have been pretty epic to have my first hole in one out there. But
0: oh, no doubt.
1: Just a just a tremendous golf course. a a tremendous time. Uh, there are twelve of us that go out every year. We had a couple new guys. We pretty much get a couple new guys every year because guys have to miss for a year or they drop out or whatever it is. And so we had, uh, I believe, three new guys this year. All fit in great. Awesome. Uh, Band of Dunes is basically booked from now through the end of the world uh, in right. 2025. So, not that I'm predicting the end of the world in 2025, but uh, feels like we're getting closer, doesn't it? Uh, but yeah, we're so we're, uh, you know, we just got back. It it's uh, no carts. Uh, we played 36 a day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It rained really hard Sunday morning, and so we opted. Two of the 12 of us played. We opted. The other 10 opted out, and uh, then we played the afternoon. We had no weather really the first wow. like, the the weeks leading into our trip it rained every day we got unbelievable weather the first three days and then we got great weather that afternoon on sunday we left and there were some videos if you go to like zyre golf or a couple of the other golf places they had the video of pacific mm-hmm. Beach number four it was like 55 mile an hour winds and sideways rain it was pouring all week so we really got away with it um but it's an awesome trip and i encourage anyone who has not been there to find a way to get out there uh because it is To me it's it's the most special place on earth when it comes to golf and uh just just even some of the walks um are are holes that you turn right and then you're on the ocean uh abandoned trails walk is back in the woods it's so peaceful there's just all kinds of stuff so i i i I look forward to bringing michael on just talk a little more about some of the projects they have going on and and um and why they're why they go about things the way they do it's really interesting so um, but it was a great trip. Again, Carl, we started this in 2011. Um, I had to miss in 2016 as the best man in a wedding. And then we missed in 2020 for COVID. But um, otherwise, I've been 11 of the 13 years. And this wow. has been either 12, you know, 10, 11 or 12 of the 13 years. So um,
0: extraordinary. It's It's pretty amazing. So that's great. No, I'm glad. I'm glad it worked out for you. I'm glad you had good weather. I'm glad you had a near ace. It is. It is really, really, really special. And like I say, you guys are fortunate because yeah, we, we we talk to people in the industry, and it's a place that does sell out. I mean, that's the, the, a couple months ago. I was talking to a, someone in the business, and 2024 was sold out, and they everybody was just chomping at the bit for them to release reservations for 2025. So I think that's happened, and those those might be taken as well. So. Fortunate for you guys to get that opportunity, and 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 the the company, K- Kaiser Family, and the entire group uh, does everything well. I, I did get to see some sneak peek photos of the the uh, Core Crenshaw design that that they're, they were they're working on out at Rodeo, uh, out in Colorado when I was up there a few months ago. Didn't get to the property, but but had dinner with somebody who had just gone and had an iPhone full of uh, sneak peeks, so they don't miss. I mean, like you said, you, you've gone to band of dunes 11 times and it's never a bad time. It's never, eh, it's never, this. Right. it's never that. It's always, always exceptional. Exceptional. And that, that, that's, that's the same across the board. So yeah, golf, golf and destination golf in a very healthy place, but a place like band of dunes is just peerless. It's just one of a kind.
1: It's, it's amazing. I'm, I, like I said, I'm very lucky. I've, I've ever gotten to go and now we, uh, Look forward to next year and see what it brings, if we have a new course to play or what we have. And and like I said, we'll bring on Michael Chutka from Bandon Dunes here in the next few weeks. All right, when we come back, a quick final segment and, uh, and uh, some final thoughts on something special that happened at Texas A&M this week. We'll bring that up when we come back. This is Playing Through on the Horn. <laughs> final segment of Playing Through on the Horn brought to you by Horseshoe Bay Resort. He is Carl Mickelson. I'm Bob Ballou, Casey Studdard, and Johnny Rogers on standby for Big Ugly Tailgate coming up next. Um, As we get closer and closer to the NFL draft, I'm sure the guys will have some thoughts on B. John Robinson and uh, and where he might go as well as many of the Longhorns who continue to climb up draft boards. It's pretty cool to see. All right, Carl, um, real quick, I just wanted to get this in. I wanted to mention it. Uh, On Sunday last week, Fifth-year senior Haley Cooper led Texas A&M to the SEC championship, and I wanted to bring this up because Haley played at Texas her first three years, and her freshman year was phenomenal. She was a um, uh, conference first-team freshman, you know, freshman of the year, All-American type player. Just did a ton, and nearly quit the game. Uh, She. She battled through. She, I think. I think at one point she had COVID. She she battled some other uh, like pneumonia type stuff. Um, she just kind of after her freshman year, it just kind of went sideways a little bit, which it tends to in golf. And you kind of start kind of stop believing in yourself at times. And she transferred to Texas A and M for her senior year and her fifth year uh, of eligibility. And she is thriving now. And I just love stories like this of, of people who hit a wall. Uh, especially in the game of golf, you just hit a wall at some point, and then you find a way back. And it's really special for Haley, who was uh, such a great talent coming out of high school, had a, such a tremendous year at Texas, her first year, and then um, you know now is is really thriving at Texas A and M. And it's um, for as much as we we talk about the rivalry and how much we don't we don't love certain things about it, or we you know Longhorns don't love Aggies, Aggies don't love Longhorns. Um, for her to get to A and M and then win an SEC championship um was was really special so congratulations to Haley uh a former Longhorn who is who is doing some good things now at Texas a and I just wanted to get that in thought saw that this week and thought it was a really cool story
0: very cool yeah and I'll throw another one in there their coach Garrett Chadwell is one of the all-time great guys he's Stacy Lewis's husband and a lot of yeah. people know him as, as the husband of Stacy Lewis but really a phenomenal guy I got to spend some some time catching back up with him in December, out 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 in the Phoenix area, and it just reminded me what what a really good dude is. And, and despite the maroon, that they, they, they are, if you got you get to know the people, they are quite easy to easy to root for. I know I know that they're they're competitors, but I, that, that's one program. The 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 A&M women's team is is one that's quite easy to root for if you know the personalities at all
1: and that's why she wanted to go there. She loved him, had a great relationship. He was at Houston when she was looking for a school to go to. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so she opted to go there. So it was a really special moment and, uh, some really good times for Haley Cooper. So that's, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up as well. Cause their connection was something that, that was really cool as well. So good stuff. Uh great way to finish the show on a high note, Carl, uh, yeah. hope you enjoy doing this. We'll do this again next week and, uh, hope you can get the chance, get out and play some golf and, uh, and we had the the JDRF type one diabetes event uh, late last night and uh, some great golf as well. So it's been a it's been a really fun twenty-four hours of golf. Uh, all right, that's gonna wrap it up for this edition of Playing Through brought to you by Horseshoe Bay Resort, right here on the horn. He is Carl Mickelson, I'm Bob Blue well I make a bunch of birdies everyone. But I'm coming to you.
0: One more time Then I'm going